Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Small Time Crime. I'm Jay, and with me, as always, is my co-host, the mysterious Ella. Ella, how are you doing today? Wonderful, thank you. Ooh, we just say Ooh. mysterious because we are on YouTube, and she's not on the video, just me. Uh, so follow us on YouTube, subscribe to that fun channel as well. Uh, we've got some great stories for you today. Well, I know I do, um, and I bet Ella does because she's been bragging about one <laughs> she's going to start us off with. So let's go, Ella. Why don't you start us off today? Okay, so... Imagine commuting home on a super cold night in the winter and getting attacked by a knife-wielding naked man. Okay, I'm interested. (laughs) uh, I wouldn't want that to happen, I don't think so. (laughs) I don't know. The views would be pretty good. Anyways, that is the reality for a large group of people uh, last December in Fairfax County, Virginia. Shock drivers stopped. December, you say? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> shock drivers stop their cars to stare at a man's rampage and record it on their cell phones. Jose Flores, 32, allegedly, there's video, the video. so I'm not so going to, yeah. so allegedly, wink, wink, committed a hit and run on a vehicle and then got out and assaulted another driver okay. and then another driver and then another driver. So he hits somebody and then he's angry and he just starts fighting people? Okay, so Flores' rampage started after he hit another vehicle and tried to flee the scene. Yeah. In his rage at being unable to flee the scene, he got agitated and just began stripping down, according to witnesses. Oh, so he was clothed at one point. Oh, he was clothed originally, and then his his anger at not being able to get away, he got nudie. Okay. He began attacking cars. He had a tire iron in one hand and something with blades in the other, but I'm fairly certain it was a knife because a knife gets um, alluded to later on, so I'm going to say it was probably a knife. But if not, I'm interested to know what something with blades is. Could be a thanks cheers, I'm thinking. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So what he was doing is anyone that would be that was looking or paying attention to him, yeah. he would like lock eyes on them and attack them. Ooh, so don't make eye contact with this fellow. But what are you supposed to do? How are you not gonna look at that? Anyways, unfortunately for one German shepherd named Emma, oh, no. ah, he seemed to think any attention was worthy of an attack. Emma's owner said that Flores saw Emma make eye contact with him oh no so he jumped on the passenger side of the truck and attempted to get in when he was unsuccessful opening the door he began making karate noises like legit it says in quotes hiya (laughs) until he successfully smashed the window luckily emma closed her eyes oh thank god yeah um (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. Luckily, Emma closed her eyes in the nick of time and escaped with only superficial cuts on her face. Okay. Emma was attended to on scene by paramedics, and they say she will make a full recovery. Oh, the paramedics did it. Yeah, I know. That's adorable, <laughs> right? I kind of like that. I feel like that doesn't happen often. No, I love it. Emma's owner said he was only able to remove the man off his vehicle by speeding up to 30 miles an hour and swerving until the guy jumped off. Oh, no. Crazy. So you might think this- that would... This guy's going to have some road rash or something. I think so. Wow. I'd love to see it. (laughs) You might think that would be enough drama for Flores, but he was not done yet. Oh, no. Uh, He allegedly, again, video. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly jumped on the back of a flatbed truck where he was videoed repeatedly stabbing the roof of the truck with a knife. The driver was able to swerve until Flores jumped off and ran into the bushes. And a story. It took police 
several hours to track the naked and bleeding man to a drainage culvert near Dulles National Airport, which is in Washington, D.C. I wonder if they tracked him down with police dogs, not the German Shepherd. I don't know. <laughs> this is for fucking with Shepherd, animal, motherfucker. German Shepherd revenge. Yeah. Uh, Flores <laughs> is being charged with indecent exposure, yeah. felony hit and run, throwing an object at a moving vehicle, okay. destruction of property, okay. assault and battery, yeah. disorderly conduct. Wow. And marijuana possession, obviously. Well, he was definitely high on marijuana. Oh, hold on yeah. a second. Are you Just sure? realized something. He is naked. Where is he possessing the marijuana? <laughs> In his butt. Um, uh, are you sure he wasn't? What, is it, you sure you didn't say methamphetamine? No. It was marijuana. It was marijuana. Sure? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this just, one, we're going to have to link the videos because people need to understand how crazy, how this, crazy guy was. this Yeah, guy. I haven't seen him yet. I'm going to have to check him out. Yeah. You, yeah. you definitely are. Wow, that's a good one. I really like that. That's a good start off to this one. I do have questions. Like, so okay. is there road rash and like how much? There's definitely road rash. Um, I want to see these videos. I guess I'll see these videos. You don't we'll just see talk about any bleeding, things. but when he's stabbing the truck, you do see bare naked booty. So oh, yeah. <laughs> it was cold booty. out. So, I mean, it must have been a, like, yeah. yeah, we don't get any full frontal, but mm. there's definitely bare butt. Okay. Well, mine's <laughs> not nearly that crazy, but um, it's it's a good one, I think. Um, so as we know, drones are becoming more popular. Um, I've seen lots of videos popping up on the socials, like, um, just doing kind of tricks, you know, like from recording crazy views. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a drone guy, but I do see a lot of videos to me. It just seems like, I don't know, hard maybe. Yeah, it seems hard. I tried to drive one once and like, I don't know if it was a shitty drone that I had or what, but it didn't work. But like they do crazy stuff, like just dropping, like I seen dropping toilet paper in the pandemic. Possibility. That's kind of cool. Oh, I saw a video recently where they're. A guy raced to his parents' house because his mom was having chicken wings delivered by drone. Oh, it no was way. super cool. <laughs> and in the video, uh, they I had to actually they had to send a delivery driver as well because the mom ordered too many wings for the oh, drone. No to way. Carry. It was too heavy. Yeah, but the guy raced over to his parents' house to watch the drone deliver chicken wings. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it. cool. Well, these two uh, these two Metro Vancouver men are uh, not as lucky as that guy. They're facing a <laughs> slew of charges after flying theirs in an unrestricted area. Any guesses where you think they're flying it? I'm going to guess like a schoolyard or an airport. Uh, no, these guys were a little dumber than that. Uh, they thought it was a great idea to fly theirs by the Stony Mountain Institution, a prison in Stonewall, Manitoba. <laughs> so obviously oh. that area is a little, you know, it's, being, it's under eyes already and everything like that. I'm surprised uh, that they just didn't get shot down. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, me too. <laughs> so the RCMP, they were uh, notified of the suspicious activity, of course, right? Um so, and somebody else reported a suspicious vehicle around back on a nearby back road. Oh, so they were within range. Yeah, they were. Like, they range. weren't even somewhere else doing no, it. No, okay. they were on a back road behind the prison. So, multiple, <laughs> multiple officers Dumb. headed to the area to find the, find the vehicle about a kilometer from the prison. Uh, that's in Canada. So, we have RCMP, kilometers, all that fun stuff for anybody listening down in the U.S. Um, so, they conducted a traffic stop on the two young men. So, we've got uh, 20-year-old Sharam Toki from Vancouver. And 22-year-old Jalen Falk from Burnaby. Um, they also had a drone in their vehicle. So, you know, everything linked up. Caught. Yeah, busted. <laughs> You're busted. You're Boy. busted. So uh, heat score, though, just sitting down a freaking back, back alley behind, behind a prison, prison with, with a drone. drone. Yeah. Um, so while they've got them pulled over, other officers start searching the grounds and all the right areas around. Uh, they recover packages containing method fentanyl. Cool. Yep. That's so, smart. But the drone, the meth, and the fentanyl, all that stuff. Um, so they, I guess that wasn't the end of it either. Like the prison um, employees told officers they'd seen the drone the day before. 
Dropping okay, so packages. I'm sorry. I feel like they're dropping the ball here because that shouldn't happen more than once. Well, if I saw a drone suspicious around the area, I would have told you. Yeah, know, that's what I'm saying. That I'm like, not hey, sure these are the best stuff. prison guards. Uh, I don't, I don't know if it. the quality's crazy. They're in on it. They're in on it. They'll just cover on their asses. Um, and a resident found a package around his house. Oh, sweet. Free uh, drugs. Yeah. But so, I mean, these kids obviously suck at their little drug dealers. Yeah, they're not even good at droning. <laughs> no, they're not good at droning or drugging. Um, so, yeah, they weren't dropping them in the right places. <laughs> so they get addressed, arrested for drug trafficking, possession of the purpose of trafficking, and possession of property obtained by crime. Makes sense. You think that's the end of those boys? Well, obviously not. Obviously not. You're right. <laughs> so they were not at home. They were in Manitoba, right? So they had got themselves a little Airbnb. Ooh. And uh, so they did check out time. And the Airbnb owner takes possession of Finds a little bit of incriminating evidence left behind. Ooh, juicy. So they RCMP went in and seized um, a firearm, large quantities of methamphetamine, fentanyl, and other drugs from the street. Cool. So now the boys face uh, an abundance of other charges uh, with the other ones they got on top of it. I'm curious, did these dum-dums bring all their drugs and everything from BC? Or did they, like, did they pick them up in Manitoba? Like, are you driving across one, two, three... Three and a half provinces, probably, with all this crap in your car. But also, it's weird that they're in Manitoba. So now I'm starting to think they must Manitoba's be got a big in Manitoba. Who knows? So, but you know what? We are going to do no. Disagree. Tag team champions. This is our first pair of idiots. The tag team champions. Okay, tag team. Yes. Tag team champions. They're not. A Houston family woke up to what I will call the scare of their lives recently. According to Harris County officials, Russell Day was arrested for being intoxicated and shooting 54 rounds from an AR-15 style rifle into the home of his sleeping neighbors. Why do normal people own those? Like, why? I don't know. In the U.S., I just there's too many AR-15s floating around. I feel. Yeah. The Garrica family was woken up in the middle of the night by the sound of six shots penetrating their front door and and screaming, incoherent screaming. Their neighbor from behind was standing at their front door shooting and demanding they open up and that no one will get hurt. First of all, I don't believe you. You're already shooting bullets into my house. So, oh, if you open the door, I'll stop shooting? Yeah. I think not, my friend. I think not. not. So I'm going to say this guy uh, made a wise call and decided to phone the police instead. Yeah, of course. By the t- shooting my house, call the cops. Yeah, by the time um, the police arrived, they had shot all 54 rounds into the front of the Garrica family home. Oh, shoot. He was immediately arrested and brought in for questioning. Okay. Okay, so seems like case closed, whatever. Yeah. Well, Mr. Garrica found his ring camera footage. Okay. And yeah. he later <laughs> discovered some information that shed a whole new light on the situation. Uh, about halfway through the shooting spree, Russell's son can be seen on camera yelling at his father telling him he was at the wrong house oh, and he no, made a big an mistake and that he made a big mistake he's an idiot you're at the wrong house let's go no way this whole rampage was brought on apparently due to some residual anger that russell had because a neighbor's dog was barking earlier in the afternoon okay. the neighbor <laughs> whose dog was actually barking is a family friends with russell and he had been to her house on many occasions like it was they were family friends yeah. um well thankful he didn't shoot up her home uh she's understandably disturbed at the whole situation oh, I believe it. here's the craziest part no word on charges what at this time Shooting up air 15 this happened in, 
Yeah, this happened in February, and there's still no word on charges. We're gonna for have this to guy. follow up on this one. And yeah, I've I've been looking. I haven't found anything yet. Creep this guy's Facebook. And... But like, I'm sorry, the wrong house. That's insane. And That's I'm sorry, insane. a dog barking in the afternoon is gonna make you. Well, go on a rampage he's not our neighbor well and that's yeah our dogs don't really bark well, they bark this definitely yeah too i guess much so. but yeah. um i mean that's just insane to me and it was confirmed by everyone the garricas the lady who's meant to be shot up yeah. nobody's dog was barking at the time he started this rampage like there was no was it was because of earlier in the afternoon it had nothing to do with that night maybe. so maybe maybe i i, I would love to hear from a gun, like a pro gun person, why this moron should be allowed to have an AR-15? Yeah, please Somebody, explain please explain to me why this is a good call. I don't believe it is. I'm not against guns, but I need to know why this guy should be allowed to have one. I don't feel you should. <laughs> don't get drunk and hopefully, the charges include those conditions. Yes, hopefully. Well, I got a, a little bit of a different one. It's uh, this one comes out of Texas, so we're just gonna imagine that we're in Texas. We just were in Texas too, so Perfect. we're staying this, in state. This is everything big and beautiful. This one's a little bit of a love story, though. You just married Ooh. the love of your life, everything's going great. A few weeks later, you go to change your name at City Hall, right? No big deal. What do you think? No big deal. Mm, it's a lot of paperwork, but you know, <laughs> other than that, no big deal. No, well, guess again, they've just informed us that we've got a warrant in Oklahoma. For felony embezzlement charges. Oh, and we don't know about it? Well, obviously, we don't know about them, right? Obviously. No. Uh, yeah, wink, wink. We don't know anything about this. <laughs> well, yep. Well, this happened to Karen McBride. It's Karen with a C. Pretty, uh, so maybe Karen. I don't that know. That seems like extra Karen y, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, Karen with a C to you. Yeah. Um, so they told her they had, she had an issue in Oklahoma, gave her a reference number along with a phone number to call. In the meantime, she's a wanted felon. She's going to, uh, Steer clear of uh, Oklahoma, I'd say. I just, I just how, how does she not know? She knows. Well, it turns out McBride was charged in March of 2000 for felony embezzlement of rented property. Rent The rented property? What do you think it is? Okay, felony embezzlement of rented property. Like, how you can't steal a storage unit or a house, maybe something from a house, like a fridge in a house she rented or a stove or something? No, we're going to go back to, uh, this was 2000, so before that, uh, a VHS tape. I'm sorry, you can be charged for felony embezzlement for a VHS tape? Apparently, apparently. What? Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, the movie of choice that evening was Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Sick. Good movie. Uh, McBride swears she didn't recall renting the movie, of course. Mm -hmm. That's what they all say. Yeah. She does believe it may have been an old roommate. Oh, yeah, that's that's a standard. Yeah, you know, blaming the old roommate. I yeah. know someone who does that. <laughs> the, the oldest trick of the book. I know someone who does that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. She said that he had a couple kids, 8 and 11, and uh, just assuming he didn't take it back or something like that. You know, you know, right? Felony embezzlement? <laughs> yeah, apparently. So um, she is quoted saying that she's never watched a show in her entire life. It's just not her cup of tea. Um, but um, she has, all the charges have been dropped by the Cleveland County District Attorney's Office since she, this actually aired on local, local television, this story. I am just sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I'm having a yeah. really hard time here. A VHS tape. I guess so. Felony yeah. embezzlement? Yeah. Like, just send her to collections for the price of the yeah, movie? I, yeah, I have no idea what they're doing. I mean, are they bored in that county? Do they have that kind of time to 
charges. Maybe they needed the movie for VHS. Money, I guess. I don't know. Um, so uh, the company Movie Place uh, went out of business in 2008. So, okay, okay. So they had eight years to collect their money from yeah. the movie. Um, so yeah, but she so the charges are dropped, but she's got to go get an expunge to clear her record. I guess not expunging it, but the charges were dropped. I don't know how that works uh, out. The trick is to, they're getting her to Alabama or Oklahoma. Yeah, sorry? they arrest her. Uh, Oklahoma, <laughs> so they can arrest her. It's like one of those, you've won tickets to the Super Bowl scams. Yeah, totally. Just go get an expunge in Oklahoma. Yeah, come over here. Um, so um, <laughs> she does, though. She's like applied for a few jobs and been let go from jobs. So she thinks that the felony might have shown up. On her criminal record. Oh, yeah. so they're thinking she's a liar. Yeah, or a thief or like an embezzlement. And or whatever. the funny thing is she can't even sue anyone over that because it's legit. She's like they did return them to her account. If you don't let yeah. people use your movie account. Like, well, I mean, I don't think that's, that's a problem anymore. <laughs> no, but it used to be. Yeah. It used to be. I had a friend that like rented one and like it was like and they tried to make you pay like 80 bucks to replace the movie. And um, yeah, like you could rent and stuff. It, it sucked. One of those old days when I remember they used to have a, if you didn't rewind it, charge like oh, yeah, fifty cents, cents or rewind it or whatever. Yeah. Cents if you forget to rewind. Remember those uh, people would have those um, like the car rewinder things beside their VCRs, like a little rewinder. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget yeah. to rewind your videos. Yeah, be kids. kind, rewind. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, as <laughs> we know around here, I'm very passionate about this. Um, so I'm very happy to tell this story. A Russian anti-war hacktivist group okay. has found a very clever way of telling the Russian military and hopefully Vladimir Putin himself to go fuck themselves. Okay. Okay. The group, and I'm going to butcher this because it's Russian and I don't speak Russian, but uh, I think it's Kyber Sprotoiv or okay. K-I-B-E-R space S-P-R-O-T-Y-V. Retired of listening to pro-Russian military blogger Mikhail Luchin talk about how he was raising money to send aerial drones to Russian troops in the Ukraine. <clears throat> Once Luchin reached his goal of 25000 he happily let everyone know he had placed his order for the drone. So what was he doing, like a GoFundMe or something like that? Yeah, or? basically, for any sick sociopaths that wanted to So anybody to that it. wanted to fund the, the cause? Anyone that wanted to, to fund the Russian war cause. Yeah, all those idiots. All those morons. So, I mean, I don't feel one bad bit about the following. <laughs> so anyways, he told everyone where he placed the order, AliExpress, which, hello, that's where you're buying your drones for your Russian troops? We have problems. <laughs> anyways, they probably wouldn't work anyway. Uh, but still, Kyber Sprotive was unhappy with this. So, they found his account yeah. and changed and hacked in and changed the entire order of drones to an order for $25,000 worth of dildos. <laughs> They're basically telling him to go fuck himself. <laughs> exactly. Exactly like I said. Luchin originally denied the claims. Uh, and the hacktivist group was unhappy with this. So they posted all the proof. And later he had to come back and admit that it happened. Okay. Um when he was asked by Russian state media what he plans to do with his truck of sex toys, he said he's going to open a sex shop and sell his dildos to raise even more money for the mighty Russian cause. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, okay, buddy. Good luck with that. Nobody's buying your used sex toys. Your man. AliExpress <laughs> dildos. Oh, no, I'm okay. Be nice if I like the Ukraine flag on them or something. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a good one. You're going to fuck yourself with your dildos, bud. Um, so I've got one that comes out of Toronto. Mm -hmm. Um, so imagine you're ready to make a big financial decision. 
buy yourself a new but used vehicle. You know, newer but used, right? That's the game. You don't buy a new vehicle. No. That thing drops in price like 15 grand, so right? When you, a lot. Yeah. yeah, you buy like a one or two year old vehicle. This guy was a smart man. That's the move. So uh, this is a very recent case as well. So Toronto man David Crocker just does that. He heads to the dealership to test out a few new whips. After testing all day, he decides to go with a truck. A 2020 Ford F-150 wasn't a cheap truck. The purchase price of $60,000. Okay, that's pretty yeah, hefty for, for a used truck. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, okay. it's got all the bells and whistles. Yeah, it's going to be a decent truck for that price. Yep, so six months after owning it, one of the worst things happens. He gets in a fender bender. Um, so he finds a reputable auto body shop taking it for service. When the truck was being repaired, the wrong, uh, the wrong replacement parts arrived. They had to reorder the parts again. No big deal. Those new parts came in, and they were exactly the same as the last time. When they ordered the parts, they used the, the vehicle identification number, the VIN number. Is the yeah, yeah. Um, but the bumper was coming in chrome instead of black. The grill, chrome instead of black. Some things like the bolt patterns just weren't lining up. Just things weren't, weren't right. Um, but these were the parts associated with that VIN number. So Something's hinky here with that VIN number, obviously. Oh, yeah. So everybody's stumped, you know, from the parts counter to... The service guys, every everybody stumped. The owner, everybody. So they got to do a little deep dive. And listen, maybe they had the wrong VIN number, maybe a number off, something like that, Oof. right? But nope, it was the wrong. It was the right VIN number. Turns out it was also registered to another 2020 Ford F-150. This one in Utah, though. Um. So after they do some paperwork, all this stuff, they finds out that Crocker's truck is stolen. He's got a stolen vehicle. Um, he's absolutely shocked because he never would have believed to buy a stolen vehicle from a dealership like Mazda. Yeah, that's weird. How is Mazda importing stolen vehicles? Yeah. I'm thinking it's got something to do with like the vehicle, the one register in the U.S. and that one in Ontario. And that way it's not as easy to track because it's between Canada and U.S. Yeah, but how are you getting it in? I don't freaking who The truck could be stolen from Canada. Using a U.S. then, then you take it there and you do like your registration thing. It's it, I, I, I don't know. It. I'm not a I'm not a vehicle thief. So the dealership <laughs> had no idea it was stolen. They claim uh, they said the v, the VIN number was cloned. Um, that's when you take a VIN from a legal vehicle and use it to hide a stolen vehicle, kind of just like I explained. Um, Weird, because I know I'm pretty sure the VIN number is in multiple places in the vehicle. Yeah, you've got above the, the door, window, the window, yeah. a couple other spots on the yeah. motor's got one. Huh. Yeah. Um, so this guy locked out Mazda at Canada has refunded the entire cost well, of the yes. vehicle. That's not even optional, obviously. Yeah, including past loan payments and providing him with a loaner vehicle in the meantime. So uh <laughs> I don't know if yeah. I trust the next vehicle from them. No. I'll be going to a different shop. Yeah, totally. hundred percent. But I mean yeah, he's got what he is. He's got what he's got there. I guess he's maybe look for a new vehicle. I I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. There's no shortage of trucks in Canada. No. There was during the pandemic there a bit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, uh, no, we appreciate you guys tuning into this episode of Small Time Crime. I had a great time today. Um, and I would appreciate it if everybody's liked, viewed, reviewed, subscribed, all that fun stuff on your favorite platform, YouTube, wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching, whatever you're doing out there. I had a great time. Ella? Yeah, you know what? I enjoyed myself. That's great. I really enjoyed doing this with you. Uh, what? I said, yay. Uh, I said, eh. Like, <laughs> no, why did I just make a weird sound? I said, yay. Oh, perfect. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in today. Enjoy your day out there. Small time crime. Oh.